Yo, what is up, Cal family? It's Rob Benson here, checking back in. Uh, I'll just cut right to the chase. I kind of figured that, you know, between the AMA I did and the last post I wrote, a very long post, uh, that I should really do kind of a uh, Q&A thing, at least until season starts, right? Every couple of weeks, you ask me some questions, I'll answer them. The uh, good thing about this first iteration is that you guys have provided a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff to think about, uh, either as far as what went into the AMA or what went into the actual uh, comment section of the, you know, the post I wrote. So I say let's get it right into it. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I must say, because I mentioned this in the article because I knew it would be the first few comments. It is people saying, man, I hope Cal hears this. <laughs> oh, man, like if, if only we had an AD. Man, if the athletic department could get it together. And I just got to say, like, I agree. But also, I made a very strong point to say that is not the point. I could write a very strongly worded letter to the entire department. I know the people. That letter was for us. And I say us because I'm including myself in that. That the, the burden of, of alumni ship or whatever the right word is, uh, falls upon the individual, not the institution. Now, the institution can make it better. The institution can make it easier. The institution can provide resources but the individual has to put in the effort uh, and to kind of skip ahead in some of the, uh, the comments here, you know, someone was saying that Cal isn't really into the whole volunteerism thing, uh, to which I say, I really don't know, but I know that that volunteering time on campus might be more effective, but Getting Theo Robertson's information and saying, hey, what are you doing? Requires nothing. Uh, especially in the world of social media, people are easier to reach than ever. Easier to check in on than ever. Uh, for all the 12 years I played professionally, once I basically left the U.S., not a lot of Cal fans cared or checked in or whatever. And I'm not blaming anyone for that. I'm just saying that wasn't Sandy Barber's fault. <laughs> It wasn't Ben Braun's fault. Y'all just stopped caring. Now, I can't say why that is on an individual basis, but collectively, it does feel like here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, going further through these comments, uh, yeah, it does look like at least on this first page, that it is a lot of people, you know, kind of conversation, uh, uh, conversing about the, um, the post, but it's also a lot of people providing specific context for their own connection to the alumni. So uh, what I can say is that, yes, I feel all those things. Like the fact that Cal and Berkeley aren't, like the same, they're different brands. 
the fact that the athletic department is always out of money and the Cal Lib- the Berkeley library is always getting bigger. It's like, it's like not only confusing, but it seems almost purposefully distant. It felt that way when I was a student, like there was the school and then there was the athletics further, even the people I know who went to the school and didn't play a lick of sports have to do real meaningful work to connect with alumni. Uh, I can say that when I was being recruited, you know, I don't know if I've ever really told this story, but the first letter I ever got was from Yale. And my mom was like, you're going to Yale. So (laughs) I, I mean, and I, and I fought this, but that was made up in her mind when it was actually, we'd gotten past Yale and it was like, now, like what five schools are you going to go visit? You know, Berkeley was at the top of the list for me. In part because I had to get past my mom first, but also in part because I read the media guide. Yes, I read the media guide. Now, a lot of people probably don't know this, but at least in my day, when we were being recruited, part of like a a school's recruiting docket they would send you would be the media guide. And, you know, as someone who's now seen hundreds of media guides, I don't really care for them now. But at that time, It was how I got the most information. And they make sure to include school stats and all these media guides. I got to learn about Berkeley from that first. Population, 36,000 students, location, Berkeley, California. It sits across. I learned all these things from that guide. But I also learned from that guide the median expected income of a graduate. Now, I didn't understand what that meant at the time. I assumed that somewhat meant, as a 17-year-old, if you just go to Berkeley and you follow through and you get a degree, someone's going to be waiting for you on the other side with a job that pays six figures. Uh, And that abstraction of it really helps when you're recruiting a guy because it's like, yeah, no, we have a great network and we have all these events. You're going to meet all these alumni. and, And frankly... I don't really know a lot of people who have been able to tap into that. There are niches, though. I know a lot of football guys who were there when I was there who have gone into commercial real estate. There seems to be a pipeline there of some alumni who seem to care (laughs) about helping future alumni work in that industry. Uh, To me, that is something that can be expanded upon. Volunteer or not. Uh, Next. Sorry, I'm like, I'm actually physically clicking through as we do this because uh, I don't know, life ain't that serious. But the so yeah, now I'm on the hospital side. So yeah, I'm also seeing a lot of comments kind of saying that the ideas that I suggested are good ideas. Uh, Which thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, I, I believe I only put out good ideas, uh, but also let me loosely run through a couple of those because they were off the cuff. I hadn't really thought about them. I still haven't, but I think some explanation is important beyond the words on the page. I have not spoken to Allende about this. I have not spoken to Theo about this. I did speak to Devon about it briefly. All three of them have training, uh, things that they've started. Um, in some capacity. And 
to me, it seems like a no-brainer that someone should be bringing them to the Bay Area, at least to like the Berkeley, East Bay Area to be doing this because I've just seen throughout the years how these things work. I used to play with a guy named Wendell McKinnis. Wendell would come to Cal and play open gym with us. Uh, he was younger. And then we actually ended up being on the same team in Korea. And he would say to me, like, that L.A. basketball culture is just way better. And I'd say, why? And he'd say, it just is. Like, there is a – it feels like there's more of a structure. Like, if you're talented at basketball in Los Angeles as a child, you're going to be found, trained, conditioned, groomed, whatever, and end up being a very highly ranked player nationally. And he was lamenting that that doesn't exist in the Bay. Uh, and I'm not going to sit here and say that there's nothing because I'm sure there's people working hard to maybe produce that. What I can say, though, is that what if one of our guys was doing that? You know, when I was in school, Lou Ritchie, like, helped our recruiting tremendously. It didn't hurt that he was the coach of Oakland, uh, of, of Bishop O'Dowd, but it also didn't hurt that he was unaffiliated with the school but could help guys train, could get guys conversations at the, it was like Lou Ritchie became this nexus point that aided our recruiting greatly. I don't even want to say a little bit, <laughs> greatly. I mean, essentially before 2008, I don't know, Lou Ritchie probably knew on a first name, handshake, close basis, like 90% of, the basketball players, like, in the Bay Area, maybe? Why can't Iende be that guy? Why can't Theo be that guy? If we're talking about how resources are invested, and again, this is not to take away from any resources going towards the school, but I don't know. Call me crazy. If I have a million to give, <laughs> well, I don't want to use a number. If I have a dollar to give and someone's like, if you give a dollar fifty, it'll do ten x what that dollar did. I'm gonna give the dollar fifty. That's kind of what I'm saying here. Is we can build a new facility, a new locker room, we can do all those things, and I hope that they do get done. But in addition, I don't think it's that hard to find a gym and give these people space. I'll elaborate on the uh, on the uh, Patrick Christopher thing that I said because. I was shocked in 2008 or 2009 when I was on the Pacers to learn that they had already hired in-house stylists to keep up with demand players had to dress better amongst, amid the new uh, uh, NBA dress code. Uh, the dress code was implemented in my rookie season, so the first couple of years, even the guys with all the money were struggling because they went from having a full wardrobe of sean john to now having to wear not that it's kind of messed up but that's what happened and team started hiring these people and the entire fashion industry changed around catering to the nba uh especially streetwear if patrick christopher was an in-house stylist i don't even know how much that would cost probably not a lot <laughs> because if you know what I know, stylists get everything for free. I know a lot of the big fashion houses in LA. We could have our kids 
wearing the same stuff as James Harden, but for free. <laughs> Being promoted to do so. When I was a recruit, that would sell me. That alone would sell me. That one, all I ever wanted money for at that age was to meet women. <laughs> or to feel important, feel safe, whatever. I am offering things that change the feeling about a place more than the facts. And if you can make people feel like this is special, they will come. Lastly, I will go into what I said about myself. What kind of person would I be to suggest all these things and then run away from my own suggestion? I've been in meetings, y'all. I've been in a lot of them. Coast to coast. There are people building things right now. They're being built. Some are already built. That they are asking people like me advice on either running, how to run, how to market, etc. I'm going to name a lot of names of things here. Uh, to me, the people who are really interested... We'll Google some of these things. I'm going to name them all without fully explaining them. Starting now. The shoe surgeon. Shoe surgeon. Lace them up in Utah. The H. The gathering spot. R&B house party. See you soon. Magnolia in Texas. Super Chief Gallery in LA. Culture Con. Black Boy Art Show. Empower Global. Black Market Flea. Black in Every Color, The Exhibit, which is a show on MTV, The Mamba Academy in LA, and The Summit in New York. If you paid attention and got all those names, look them up. They're all doing some variation of the thing that I suggested, which is having everything I just said in one house. Now, I believe this is going to happen regardless. No matter if someone listening to this knows a guy or has an idea or whatever, this is going to happen for me because the talks are happening. It's kind of just the future of how some of these things are operating, where you bring multiple creative things, athletic things even, into one space, and that space becomes a hub that generates content. Now... I was just talking to a friend of mine uh, today who went to Berkeley with us, and he was like, holy shit, if you did that, it would change everything. I'm like, yes, I know. Imagine if something like that existed even in Emeryville where there's office spaces for days. We, all of us, put in money or something, and we build a court inside of a warehouse. And the other side of that warehouse is a stage, is a... is uh, an art studio is a photo studio. And filling this place are NBA guys from around the country because when they go to a, into a new city, they always look for a place to train. That's why I named the Mamba Academy. That's why I named the Summit. In this space will be filled with comedians and actors because that's who all my friends are in LA. And they all hate going to San Francisco. They hate going to the Bay Area. They hate going to Berkeley. Because they're like, it's boring. There's shit to do. I was actually thinking, what is the equivalent? And if I could find, in my mind, something like any of these that exists in the Bay Area, the only two things I could come up with were uh, uh, 
the Olympic Club, and the Battery Club. Uh, and both of those are more like a Soho house. And even Soho house won't touch the Bay Area <laughs> because they think it's too boring. But I see that as an opportunity to unboring it. Right? Like, I know a lot of people in tech think about the word disruption. In fact, I know a lot of people in tech won't even look at a company that's doing some shit the old way. And yet we get to college basketball and it's like, or we get to sports in general and everyone romanticizes the old ways. I think because, you know, when we emotionally connect to something, we connect to it at the age and in the position we were in and we try to grow with it, whatever it is. That's why I kind of only ever like the first album I hear of a musician because as they change, they move away from my, my starting point. So I get that. But don't you want to disrupt this? Don't you want to be like the money ball <laughs> of college basketball? Right? How many people before the A's thought that money ball was dumb or impossible? I alluded to this in, my, in the post, but I'm an artist. Like it is literally my job to walk into darkness and create light. It is to see the thing no one else is to see, to have the idea other people are too scared to have. Well, I'm giving it to you right now. This is a million dollars worth of game. In part because I'm also tired of hiding game. If you have, <laughs> this is a little tangent, but hey, I get it. We all got to make money. But I believe my talent is bigger than the information. <laughs> I'm giving this information away. Because I'm hoping someone hears it and is like, damn right, we can do this up here. There's an organization at Cal called, uh, it started after George Floyd, by the way, in response to black students being like, okay, this kind of feels dumb. <laughs> we're like 2% of the school, we leave, we're never asked back. Uh, but it's called BLAC, it stands for Black Lives After College. I think that they really started with an alumni focus. They're doing some of this work but they're relatively unknown. Uh, one of the co-founders um, used to be on the basketball team. His name is Jason Gant. He was a walk-on in one of my years. I think partnering with them would be an easy end for anyone out there who wants to volunteer or whatever because they have, uh, they have the ear of the university. I don't know about the athletic department fully, but they have the ear of the university. Starting with them, in case the school is like, we don't want volunteers, they're already doing it. Sincerely work with them. Uh, second, besides BLAC, I think that there are ways to organize some of the ideas that I had also uh, more creatively, right? So, for example, in LA right now, much like in San Francisco, but on a smaller scale, a lot of the office buildings have been abandoned because of remote work, because of the pandemic, because of a lot of reasons. The city is now repurposing these buildings in a short-term basis in case the business comes back. I doubt it will, but in case it comes back, they're giving, giving away huge spaces to artists and art collectives. This is not a joke. My boy just got a bank. I don't mean like a trendy new chase. 
I mean like a building that's been a bank for like a hundred years, like with marble columns. It looks like a little mini Supreme Court. <laughs> it's 20,000 square feet. They gave it to him and said, start with three months, do whatever you want in here. Just bring the energy back. They are basically tasking all the artists in LA with the job of making downtown desirable enough again that businesses come back. It's like forced gentrification, <laughs> which I've never seen, but why can't, does that exist in the Bay Area? Does anyone up there know that? Does that exist in, in Berkeley, Emeryville? Even if that doesn't exist, can we introduce a program? Aren't we the people? Aren't we the ones when the story is told? Like, damn, they did it. <laughs> of course, ah, oh, man, they changed the whole Bay Area, man. Of course, it's a group of Berkeley people. Or is that, I don't know, is that us? That's what I believe in on my recruiting trip. Here's another outside the box idea. Let's say all of you guys listening to this were like, damn right, we need to have this space. And it needs to be in Berkeley. And it needs to be this way. But Rod, there is no money. Getting money right now is as painful a job as there is. Should I believe it? I hate asking. I hate even telling people the price of my painting sometimes. Not because I don't believe in the work, but because it's, it's a shitty thing <laughs> trying to get someone to understand the value of something they don't understand. But there are ways. In this particular case, why couldn't the University of California Berkeley Art Department give a grant to start something like this? Even if it starts smaller, even if it's just what we need to get started, so, you, so the people, the school, the fans, whatever, can see that this is viable and it's bringing hype <laughs> and it's changing how this school is being viewed. Could they provide the money? I know they have huge artist grants at Berkeley. I don't live in Berkeley, you guys. I live in LA. These are thoughts that came to me in minutes with questions you guys have had for years. I am in part doing this and explaining further what I just said because, well, this can just go down in history. It's like, oh, remember that entry? That, that, that was fun. I'm sure I'll run into you guys at a football game and you'll be like, man, I read what you wrote. Like, Sandy Barber needs to do something. And I'll be like, Sandy Barber hasn't been there for years. We need to do something. <laughs> what do you know that I don't? What questions do you, can you ask that I wouldn't even conceptualize? I like to think of collaboration and community as the future of everything. We're getting more segregated because technology allows us to do so. But for the people complaining about that the most are not re actually realizing that it's also connecting more like-minded people than ever before. Building actual community and connecting will go way further than anything else we do. We, us. And I like to look at, I like to use the Power Rangers as an, as, as an example, right? I think that a lot of times people look at collaboration as when the Power Rangers are, are in their suits. They've just transformed and they're in their suits and there's five people fighting some bad guy. 
then the bad guys is a little too bad. So now they have to go into their Zords. One's a Mastodon, one's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, Pterodactyl, Kaka. <laughs> and they're still getting their ass beat, but they always win when they actually come together to form one singular entity that fights as a unit. Not five people punching one things, five kids in a trench coat sneaking into a movie. <laughs> One thing, one thing. I'll be honest. I don't know if y'all really want that. That's not a knock. That's not hate. The actual process to, to be successful at something, most people don't want to do. Not because they're lazy, but because it's a lot of fucking effort. Excuse my language. This will be a lot of fucking effort. But I'm here. I don't know. I just sat here for 25 minutes to tell you about it. <laughs> but you know what? I'm happy to do it. And also, I was paid to do it. And both things can exist at once. We can get our guys back. I promise you. I will be back again in two weeks, approximately. Don't hold me to that strictly because it is Summer League coming up, which I hope to see all of you at. Uh, but send questions in reply to this for the next uh for the next time i get on here and if you are you do happen to be at summer league come say hi man i'll, I'll only be there for a couple days maybe three tops uh the weekend of this next weekend the seventh eighth ninth uh, i'm also hosting an, a, a big art show um, in the cosmo uh that should have a really good crowd um, but the crowd will be the best version if it's a little more blue and a little more gold. Take that for data. 